Spooky listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Morbid Curiosity, a true crime podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. I'll be taking you through some of the most heinous, shocking, and morbid crimes, including, of course, the paranormal. Listener discretion is advised. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram at morbid, period, curiosity, period, TC podcast where you can find photos related to our cases, including crime scene photos on occasion, of course, with the exception of postmortem photos. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Spooky travels during nighttime through the woods, cemeteries, dead bodies. What am I talking about, right? Okay, well, let me let me fill you in here. This app was popular in 2020 and since then has kind of vanished off of all social media sites. No more documentaries on YouTube, TikTok, etc. Now, it was once popular during COVID, had many players startled about their discoveries, and almost too spooked to reuse the app itself. I'm talking about Randonautica, the app which was made February 22nd, 2020 by Auburn Salcindo and Joshua Langfelder. Hey you guys, hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to Morbid Curiosity. I am your host, Nicole. Um, If you are not aware, I have acquired a new job as a CO, which is a corrections officer. I'm going back into it been about five to six years and I'm ready to be back. So with that comes podcast scheduling changes, which will be updated on Facebook, which if you are not on Facebook, I am side eyeing you so hard right now. Join the Facebook group. Okay. You get your updates. You get your random crime stories, interactions with your girl. You know, I don't know why you ain't joined if you ain't joined. Okay. Other than that, Instagram is also available for you to join. Everything is free. I don't do subscriptions. I don't do, um, what is it? Patreons. I don't do any of that. I am a free podcast, okay? With that comes, you know, it's just just easy, you know? I don't know how many podcasts I listen to have switched over to subscriber base. And to me, it just kind of ruined the podcast for me, so... I am free, so join. I don't know how many times i got to sound like a cult leader before you guys join me. (laughs) Anyways, um, Facebook group updates, new crime episodes. um, You get everything on there. Instagram, photos related to the cases. Okay, period. That's it. Um, Other than that, we'll get into today's episode, which is going to be Randonautica. So, Randonautica randomly generates coordinates for the user slash player to explore their local area or beyond 
and report their findings on the app. Now, according to its creators, the app is an attractor of strange things. And let me tell you, <laughs> after today, you're going to be like, uh, what? Because I have some really strange findings for you guys later. Now, letting one choose specific coordinates based on a certain theme, that is the theme of the app, okay? It gained controversy after several reports on the app generating coordinates, seemingly coincidentally, where disturbing things were found. The app will ask you what you want to find, your intention, and it will generate your random coordinates. Per New York Times, its creators believe that quantum random numbers are more likely to be influenced by human consciousness than non-quantum random numbers. This hypothesis is part of a theory that Joshua refers to as mind-machine interaction or MMI. It's believed that when you focus really hard on your intent, you are influencing the numbers. Per a New York Times article, its creators believe that quantum random numbers are more likely to be influenced by human consciousness than non-quantum random numbers. This hypothesis is a part of a theory that Joshua refers to as mind-machine interaction, or MMI. It's believed that when you focus on your intent, you are influencing the numbers. Randonautica claims that a 1998 pair experiment supported the idea that people can control random number generation with their thoughts. That study was published in the Journal of Scientific Exploration, which includes work about the paranormal, spirit possessions, poltergeists, and questions about Shakespeare's authorship. In the study, pairs researchers wrote that the experiment was far from conclusive. Quote, it looks like they saw some kind of correlation, but they admit that it was weak and it needed to have further research associated with it. And that was from Casey Schwarz, a experimental physicist and assistant professor at Arsinus College who reviewed Randonautica's claims for the New York Times article. She said she did not know of any quantum system that could be influenced by human thoughts. Now, of course, the study, I could not find any more information on that, but did it go anywhere? Did it not? Make your own assumption after we get done with the podcast, because um, I think it's more than a coincidence, but it could just be a spooky coincidence. Who knows? Now, as far as Randonautica itself as an app, it had over 10.8 million users as of July 2020, gaining popularity mostly during COVID. Now, Emma Chamberlain made a YouTube video which helped increase the users and its following base, and ID reported that the hashtag Randonautica has gained 176.5 million views on TikTok alone, although at the time it had not marketed itself. Now, of course, that was three years ago, and when I double-checked the hashtag on TikTok, it had 1.2 billion views, and I can only imagine the user base has went extremely high, over, well over 11, 12 million, although I do not have access to that, so that could not be confirmed. Uh, 
Another piece of history, 29-year-old circus performer Joshua Langfelder discovered a bot called Fatum Project in a fringe science chat group on Telegram in January 2019. According to the New York Times, quote, he absorbed the project's theories about how random exploration could break people out of their predetermined realities and how people could influence random outcomes with their minds, end quote. He then created a telegram bot using Fathom project codes, generating coordinates. He then created the subreddit r slash randonauts in March. In October, developer Simon Nishi McCordendale made the bot's webpage. With the help of Auburn Salcindo, chief executive of a TV agency, both created Random Knots LLC, Auburn became the chief operating officer while Joshua is the CEO. The app called Randomnautica was launched, as we know, in 2020. Now, when you pull up Randomnautica, if you notice, um, the OWL logo is pretty unique, right? Now, recently it has been updated, but the reason why they had put the OWL logo on there, um, from my research, listening to other podcasts and Google searches, of course, um, I found that many people experienced an owl whenever they first started using the app back three years ago. People would spot owls on their adventures, so eventually they incorporated that in the logo. Now, of course, some users experience some really spooky, sinister stuff while using the app. Some will say they wanted to find the color red, they would go to the middle of absolutely nowhere, find a red couch. Some say they wanted to find a dog, go in the middle of the woods, find a dog, take it home. Some had more spiritual, spooky adventures, like one girl who wanted to see her best friend or feel her best friend who died of suicide. Now, when she reached her destination, she saw a raven. The raven coincidentally dropped a feather, she picked it up later told her friends and other people that it was very coincidental because her friend who died of suicide always said that her spirit animal was a raven now not to mention here comes the sinister side of randonautica now if everyone remembers or if you've kept up with the news in june 2020 there was a group of friends who used the app which led them to the beach it was not at nighttime it was in the middle of daytime and I couldn't find what their intention was when they put in what they wanted to find. Um, Not really sure. I can only imagine what they put since they found what they found. Um, So anyway, they were on TikTok. I watched this live. Like, um, I remember this coming out and seeing it on TikTok and was like, oh my god, I have to know what's in the suitcase. Well, got taken down later because guess what was in the suitcase? Uh, friends were joking and laughing on the video and when they found the suitcase they were curious so they took a stick they poked at it they opened it up emerged a horrible decomposing smell upon a further investigation they did find human remains in bags in the suitcase of course they freaked out 911 was called officers were dispatched to the scene where they interviewed the teens and investigators started their investigation What they discovered, unfortunately, was a couple who had been viciously murdered and stuffed into the suitcase together. 
Um, if I am not mistaken, there was another suitcase found um, along with the one, but later their investigation turned out that the landlord had actually murdered the couple over rent money. Yes, rent money. He was later charged and arrested, of course, um, thankfully. Nonetheless, it scared the teens. They vouched to never use the app again. After that, they never posted any more videos using Randonautica. Um, this has happened to quite a few people, not so much as finding dead bodies or corpses, but having really spooky adventures or terrifying adventures to where they vouch to never use the app again. Now, you can still watch YouTube videos of users' adventures, but I have yet to see any new videos since the year 2020 or 2022. So some other spooky stories that I found while doing my research per listverse.com, there was a recent TikToker named MyKenya or Makenya. Um, she shared a video of herself following the Randonautica coordinates. Now in the video, she cries and explains why she will never go Randonautica again. The intention she entered into the app was death and that's very nearly what she found. The app sent her to a spot where a body was on the ground bleeding. Now, she assumed that they were indeed deceased. Based on her follow-ups and investigation from local news and police, it appears that McKenna did indeed stumble across a body, though it was only nearly to death. The 23-year-old victim of a recent shooting was luckily discovered in time and brought to the hospital. Another story that I found during my research was a YouTuber named Josh with his channel called Exploring with Josh posted a Randonautica adventure video called Police Came, Randonautica Took Me to a Crime Scene. As misleading as the title is, police only came because he was trespassing. Now, the video nonetheless demonstrates something seriously sketchy. There was evidence of squatters in the abandoned building that the coordinates took him to, but other than that, nothing really serious. Another TikToker called Chris.Sees.Ghosts, who filmed his Randonautica trip, it led him to a field full of empty coffins. Now, some even sported inward-facing stakes, which never exist with good intentions in mind. The sheer amount of coffins, some of them customized with those stakes, makes it hard to believe that the video was easily faked. Now, of course, there's another TikToker called Frozen Mills. Her and a friend of hers went on their own Randonautica adventure. They met an equally eerie coincidence. Now, to begin with, the coordinates were sketchy. Now, they did find when they received the coordinates and they went there, they realized it was a detention center. When the two girls arrived, one of them received a spooky anonymous text from a number they did not know who asked, are you real? As odd as that was, a nearby wall had graffiti on it and it read simply, real. I stumbled across a Reddit user thread from u slash mindfukt underscore. Their rando nautica experience was anything but scary. Um, it was downright bone chilling. Now, they went on their own adventure and posted a photo 
that was titled, Went Random Nauticaing Last Night at 3 a.m., Came Back to My Shop Burned Down. Now, the photo that they did post did show workshop, vehicles, and tools burned and covered with ash. They go on to respond to several comments among which two hypotheses stand out. If indeed Randonautica is not so random, then it either got him out of a way to facilitate arson, or it saved his life. Another YouTuber met a spooky experience. His name was Nick Crowley. He runs a channel where he chronicles both supernatural and true crime incidents. Now, he was a skeptic, just saying. And in all of his trips, he had never once resorted to sensationalism or exaggeration. And yet, the first time he tried Randonautica simply as an experiment, he was led to a crime scene. Nick set out toward the coordinates specified by Randonautica and found himself unable to get to them. The exact spot was swarming with police vehicles, which formed a ring around the location. It was clear that something serious and potentially violent went down at that spot, almost exactly when the spot wanted him there. And yet, another TikToker, Benjamin underscore Hicks, had a strange and frightening ending. It started with a pair of teenagers exploring an abandoned convent after being directed there by Randonautica. Afterward, the girl decided to dance. While dancing, the boy filmed the girl, noticed an odd figure behind her, so they decided to go near the odd shape. At first, they saw an odd fixture as they got closer. They saw a group of people standing there with their heads down, resembling cult-like activity. The video ended with the pair and viewers wondering just exactly what they'd seen. There was no answers after that video. And the craziest thing of all, Randonautica's focus actually is randomness, mysticism, and blind adventure, which attracts some really dangerously obsessed and misguided users. For one example is Reeve Kalel, aka Revo R33BO. Now, they began a TikTok series of investigations into a hypothetical child trafficking ring in California in a business park. The videos went viral and has attracted a dedicated base of amateur sleuths intent on helping him discover the truth. As several legitimate journalists have pointed out, the problem is that he, his truth is non-existent. He and his followers have taken to connecting any dots they possibly can, no matter how thin the connection, to justify their belief that a series of random businesses are all fronts for child trafficking. Now, of course, the claims that he has and that his followers have have never been confirmed or investigated by police. As far as I know, they have hired their own private detectives from my research, um, but other than that, there's nothing to confirm any of the businesses that he points out as actual child trafficking rings. Not only does Randonautica lead you to the middle of nowhere, abandoned buildings, crime scenes, etc., it can lead you to paranormal 
experiences as well. Now, one user believes they came across something paranormal when they went on a nighttime drive adventure after typing in their coordinates. Now, they say that they arrived at the house. They had a single red light bulb illuminating a tall figure staring at them from the end of the driveway. They say since then they have been receiving calls and voicemails from unknown numbers. The app asks that you do not go at nighttime. So just keep that in mind if you do decide to de use Randonautica nowadays. Don't go at nighttime. It's dangerous anyway. Now, this Randonautica user um, under the username psych underscore RC posted three years ago a photo of a house with a figure standing in the top left window. Other users may find less chilling supernatural finds. Some people just find something otherworldly. Now, I, I have watched quite a few videos, looked up quite a few photos and everything. Some of these seem really realistic. I ain't gonna lie. Now, some seem a little fake, but it's up to you. What do you guys think? If you plan on going on a Randonautica adventure, here are some tips. Stick to it during the daytime. No nighttime adventures. Don't trespass on private property. Avoid dangerous areas. Go with a group of friends. Make sure your phones are fully charged and you tell someone where you were going. Now, the site itself does say that negative intentions are highly discouraged. Um, after what some of the users have experienced, they do discourage seeking death, um, cold cases, you know, anything negative like that. They tell you to stick with positive vibes only. Now, as far as users go, um, earlier we talked about it leading to crime scenes or deceased um, people. I have not found any news reports of users using Randonautica passing away after or using the app. So that was something that piqued my curiosity because, you know, if you're looking for death, you may just find it, right? Um, other than that, I haven't found any more information. Um, there's not really a lot of new videos out for Randonautica adventures that I found on TikTok or YouTube. Maybe one or two, but it didn't have nearly as much as when it first came out. I don't know if users are, you know, deterred from using the app after the bodies were found in 2020. Um, not really sure. So, as far as this episode goes, um, I know it's a little shorter than normal, but I have a new work schedule, so it's been crazy, and this is the one that I kind of put together for us that's not too long, and that I can still get other stuff done for work um, around the, um, excuse me, not TikTok, around the podcast schedule. Next time, we will have a regular episode, full length, about an hour, hour and a half. Um, we'll have a full length episode ready for you guys. Um, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. This will post Sunday night. So I hope you guys enjoy your week and I will see you next time. Well, guys, that's all for today's episode. Make sure you tune in bi-weekly. We are every other Monday for another riveting case where I will traumatize you more than you probably already are. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to check out the Instagram at morbid period curiosity period TC podcast for photos related to each case that I cover. 
feel free to send me spooky crazy stories or case suggestions at morbidcuriositytcpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Pod or whatever you're listening to us on. Um, I do appreciate all you spooky listeners. Please stay kind, stay spooky, and for the love of God, don't murder anyone.